self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing. We are Conversation Con Artists. What's going on, people? It's your boy, Mr. On Point. And I am Calamity Red. And we are Conversation Con Artists, back for another wonderful, fantastic episode. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R underscore on point. And at Eddie B. Talking at on TikTok and my fuck it all up. And Eddie B. Eating. I'm just going to leave it because I be fucking <laughs> up. Y'all should know. <laughs> uh, I can be found on Instagram at red underscore calamity. Um, if you have a question and comment, read it later that you would like for us to respond to on the show, you can send it to a our Gmail account, which is conversationconartist at gmail.com, or you can find us on the aforementioned social media. Yes, you can. Uh, do we, did you say we have a letter? Hell, I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't say that. But that does not mean that I know that we don't have a letter. So let me go check. We do not have a letter. Okay. I don't yeah. know where the fuck I got that from. Who knows? Okay, so theme for this week. So we missed two weeks. One, I was sick. Um, and then I was tired. He was tired. Not sick so. and tired. <laughs> just regular tired. But I am also generally sick and tired. <laughs> so um I pulled these two weeks ago, which was the start of everybody returning back to school that is in school, whether it be college or um, you know, high school, elementary school, whatever. So theme for this week is school. Okay. Um, still doing the themes. As long as I can find a theme or I can like, and it doesn't take me too much brain power, I will continue doing things. Um, at the point that it takes too much brain power. I don't know. Hey, hey, uh at random times or random weeks, just send me a word request to look for, and then I'll do that one that week. Okay. Just send me, and I'll just give you a word. Listen, also, if you got a Facebook, and you have a history of posting on Facebook a lot, even if you might not post a lot today, just go put a random word in and search it and see what post that you made come up. I'll be doing that shit, and it'd be like, damn, I was saying some real random shit, (laughs) and it don't always necessarily have the word in it. I don't know why the algorithm finds it. I like put fire shoes i just put random words it just hit search and go to my post i met bruh i said so much weird shit on some facebook also somebody tried to steal my goddamn facebook and y'all know that they be doing this Mm. but let me tell you what happened just for anybody listening to give you a heads up at the middle of the night every now and then i wake up i click on facebook i click on tiktok to see if i got any messages something to respond to in the morning I click on Facebook. Your Facebook has been logged out. This ain't never happened. I was like, they're trying to get in my account. Jumped up, ran downstairs to get on the computer because, you know, most of the shit that you need to do to protect your account, you can't do on your phone. Mm-hmm. But I go to my account, try to log in with my email address. This account doesn't exist. Now, at this moment, I'm going into panic mode because it's like, the account gone? What happened is they got into my account, changed my primary email, which is what I was using to log in, so the email address that I was using to log in, I couldn't log in with anymore. Now, and I couldn't recover it because all of these EDU emails that Facebook, I think now stupidly had everybody using to get into the account. Anybody who graduated and left the schools, they got them emails don't work no more. <laughs> now, <laughs> Facebook did create systems where you can add other ways of logging in, but I couldn't get back in with that email. So I had to use my phone number to start logging in now. I can't believe you still had your EDU. Do you know how long ago that was? Like, I think it was like that because originally Facebook was meant for, like, students to, like, keep in contact with each other once you graduated high school. Everybody went off to college and shit. And then it grew into what it grew into. But that's how old we are. We were there for the beginning of goddamn Facebook. I actually think that it's still active. I just have no idea what the password is. And you would have to call the help desk to recover it. And they wouldn't let me recover it because I've gotten into it. after. As a matter of fact, Once they kicked me out of it, I called them and told them that I was using this email predominantly and I didn't know that we got kicked out of it after graduating. And they reinstated it, but it seemed like they reinstated it for good. It's like 
instead of it being time sensitive, they, it, was, it was just reinstated at that point. So yeah. I kept it. So what happened is I went into my Facebook. I changed my two-factor authentication. Uh, I downloaded the authenticator app and added Facebook to it. A bunch of measures so I can get my account back if something happened. I also went to download my Facebook account. If y'all did not notice, this is an option. You go into Facebook, go to settings, go to my information, and you can download your actual whole profile. It'll, all your statuses, all your group posts, all your photos, videos, everything will be downloaded in that file. I suggest you do that if you're a person that's been active, highly active on Facebook. Now, what I found out that they went in and did is they went into my ads and they created ads to run and they put a fake credit card in the ad system or a stolen credit card, likely from China, to pay for all of those ads. Meaning that their plan was to run ads from my account with a stolen credit card. Now, why wouldn't they just use my payment method? Because they're not trying to get caught. They yeah. know that if I'm watching my bank account and if they use my personal information, then at some point they're going to get caught and it's going to get cut off. But if I don't know to be looking for, if I'm, so if I look at my bank account and nothing's coming out of it, but ads are coming out of my account, they're going to get paid. Now, this is what happens. Once that Chinese card gets flagged, though, what happens is anything, any ads that weren't paid for up to that point, once you cancel that card, is going to say you have an, un, you have an outstanding balance and they're going to make you pay it. So, be careful with this stuff, and if it looked like somebody done got into your account, go through your account and see if anything has been changed. Luckily, the re reason I knew that those ads were running was because they didn't turn off the ad notifications. And so in my main page, it said your ad just started running for like two different ads. And I was like, huh? So be careful out here, y'all. It's some scammers. And it might be a scammer listening. <laughs> you know, and they might be getting some insight. Aha, either this is good or he's on to our ass. God dang. Why are you telling the people? It ain't that many people, okay? For the first place. You know. And I like a scammer as much as the next. But I don't like indiscriminate scamming. Go scam the rich. Get on some Robin Hood shit. Don't scam us. You know? Scam corporations. <laughs> motherfuckers got it. They making motherfucking record profits. Anyway. Okay, school. <laughs> school is the theme. Um, what happened when I drink coffee, y'all? <laughs> <laughs> I drink coffee today. I haven't looked at these in two weeks, so I, I don't even know what, what the titles are anymore. Um, am I the asshole for telling everyone my daughter is actually taking a gap year because she didn't get into university as she failed high school? Why the fuck would you embarrass her like that? Like, where you feeling need to say that? Why? Am I the asshole for telling my husband to get over himself when he started berating me for not picking up his brother's son from school? Did you agree to pick him up and then pick him up? Um, am I the asshole for suggesting my stepchild go to boarding school? <laughs> Try to get that motherfucker out the house. You're just falling right into the motherfucking step-parent tropes. Like, yes. goddamn. <laughs> you know, new parent comes alive. Get rid of these kids. Yep. And you know the motherfucker had a kid from the jump. Absolutely. Am I the asshole for matching with my high school friend on Tinder and messaging her on Insta after she deleted the match? She she probably didn't. <laughs> she didn't want to be matched. Then you go go find out Instagram. That's awkward, man. And say awkward. what? Why you unmatch me? <laughs> Why would you do that? Am I the asshole for not dropping my son off at school anymore? I don't know what the reason could be that you're not doing that. Am I the asshole for getting mad at my niece, in quotation marks, for calling me her uncle, in quotation marks, at school? So mm. who are you to her? Yeah, this sound, uh, this sound a little bit uh, inappropriate. It does. Am I the asshole for not letting my daughter go to the same school as my niece? Why would you care? Am I the asshole for not inviting my parents to my high school graduation? That sounds like some shit I would do. Um, <laughs> with my dad. Am I the asshole for getting my son's school supplies for his birthday? That is fucking terrible. <laughs> Y'all should see his face. 
cheap ass motherfucker. <laughs> and then am I the asshole for asking my daughter questions to verify whether she was really telling the truth about being bullied at school? You interrogate her? Basically about being bullied. Parent, like this is a parent that used to bully motherfuckers, I feel like. <laughs> like, why wouldn't you just believe your child? It's just best to believe your child until you have evidence to the opposite. Because you're going to be on the wrong side of history. Mm-hmm. That's some, like, what was you wearing type shit if when a woman got assaulted. It's exactly that, yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, I want to know about the um Instagram match. Okay. Uh, okay. Am I the asshole for matching with my high school friend on Tinder? And messaging her on Insta after she deleted the match. He is 23 and she is 22. I recently got a match on Tinder with my high school friend. We got along in high school and we spent some time as friends. We became friends after one school trip with her class and mine. She is really beautiful, but she had a boyfriend at the time, so I didn't try to flirt with her at all. Fast forward to today when I was swiping right on Tinder and I matched with her. I didn't recognize her at first, but the name and a face seemed familiar, so I asked if she went to high to the high school I attended. After that, she deleted the match. I was surprised, so I wanted to make sure if I matched with the correct person and checked her Instagram. We were following each other, but I wasn't very active on there, so I unfollowed. It was the same person as my Tinder match, so I DM'd her, Hi, it seems like we matched on Twitter. She seen my message around 20 minutes ago, but she didn't respond yet. I'm starting to think that I did something wrong. Am I the asshole, sir? Asshole is a strong word. Asshole is, you're just like delusional. <laughs> it's just sad. You're not I mean, an asshole. I don't even think he's delusional. I think that he's not being honest with himself. Okay. I think that he's saying, well, I just wanted to see if it was her from my high school. <laughs> But he knows it's her from the high school, but he really wants his her, her to really want him and to her unmatching with him to have been a mistake, maybe. He yeah. wants to connect with her. He's just not being honest with himself. Just yeah. say, damn, she connected with me, and I want to go through all the metrics to determine if this was a mistake or not. But you know what? That is creepy to women. It, it is. is stalky to women. It is. Don't do that. If a woman yeah. don't match with you, match with you and stop talking to you, block you, that is not a sign for you to go try to find her and figure out what happened. No. What happened is you need to just goddamn be at peace with what happened and move on. Yep. That's what you need to do because anything that you do past what it seems like a woman is comfortable with is going to come off as, as creep vibes. And you know what? We did this shit. We created a society where women are not comfortable just telling us no straight up. So they got to do it covertly. They got to motherfucking block your ass. They got to give your ass the wrong number. They got to, like, they got to do shit to protect themselves because the motherfuckers that wear the same meat suits we wear done been so violent and aggressive with them that I got to walk up to them like they a goddamn bunny rabbit in the forest just to get a goddamn, hey, how are you doing in? <laughs> but I got to take the L's with the motherfuckers that did it bad, unfortunately. This is what it is. Don't do that. You're not an asshole. But you're coming off as fucking desperate and uninformed about women. Yeah. If you're attractive enough to be matched with by her, you're attractive enough to be matched with by other people. And if you're not attractive enough to be matched with by other people, and the only attractive people that match with you are people who um who unmatch with you, you know, once they realize what they've done, <laughs> then you better work on them jokes. You better work on giving head to women. You better work on you know, all of these different redeeming qualities about yourself, your respectfulness, your kindness, your acknowledging, your dialogue, having conversations. A lot of that shit, a lot of that shit give you points if you're not that attractive. That's just what it is. Get some social skills. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Learning how to give women head probably went into the wrong category. Yeah, because you got to get next to them. That's, that's me insecurity, not necessarily life insecurity. I'm not doing this. Today. Learning how to give women head is a good, you know, is a good skill set to know. It's not going to be helpful to you in the meeting stage, though, because mm -mm. you're not. She's not going to know. It can be. How? Because you walk, you walk with the confidence, knowing that when you get to the place of using that skill, that 
it gives you confidence in how you talk to them. It's the same thing as big dick energy. If I mean, you aren't worried about, like, I mean, you already worried about, you know, uh, engaging with a woman. Okay, so, okay, successful at that. You worried about attracting a woman. Okay, you successful at that. But then you get to the sex stage and you all worried. No, you got to fix that skill up. You got to go get you a grapefruit and open that thing up and uh, put your nose in it. Because sometimes you're going to be down there and you ain't going to be able to breathe. Because the shit she be doing with her body, like she be pushing your head down and now your nostrils is fucking clogged up and your head, mouth already got them occupied. So your ass, you got to figure out how to pull up without impacting her pleasure in that moment. You know what I'm saying? It's it's a skill set. It's a skill set. Sex, intimacy, affection, skill sets. Okay? But if you have that skill set, the confidence that you have engaging with women, you have one less barrier. Unfortunately, you normally got to be good at number one to get to number two, good at number one and number two to get to number three. So, they usually don't really happen like that. Not for the guys who struggle with that social part. But yeah, don't do that, man. Don't fucking, yeah. All right, uncle, not uncle. Okay, I hope this isn't creepy. It just has, like, creepy undertones. But maybe it's not. It could be completely innocent. Okay. Oh. Uh, Okay. He is 17, and his niece is 16. Oh, okay. This changes things. This changes the perception of what it could be. Yeah. So this both, one of them, this one of them, um, one parent had their child pretty young, and another parent had their child pretty late. No, mm-hmm. wait a minute. Yeah, and then that's a discrepancy. Yes. So both my niece and I were oops babies, just at different stages of our parents' lives. We are only a few months apart in age. Let's call my niece E. E and I are in the same grade. I'm only older by two months. We started going to school together in middle school, and because we have the same last name, most people thought we were we are cousins. Even though we are not technically cousins, that's more of the dynamic E and I have. I have never considered E to be my niece, and she doesn't call me uncle. So I don't know who considers me as an uncle. We have a few classes together. One is anatomy and physiology, a class I happen to struggle a bit with. How my teacher does seating is we have long tables and get sat next to another person. She assigns seats in alphabetical order. So, of course, having the same exact last name, E and I sit next to each other. Yesterday, we got back a test and I got a B plus on it, which was great for me. E looked over my test and said, oh, my uncle is so smart. And she ruffled my hair. I have a few friends in that class and they laughed along with a few other kids. She didn't say it super loud, but loud enough for others to hear, which is embarrassing. I stopped E before the next class and told her to stop calling me her uncle. She said, wow, I was just teasing and it's not like people are just finding out. I told her I don't care and to stop being so annoying. And I even said, I wish I wasn't your uncle because I wanted her to stop. She left and I always uh, take her to and from school and she didn't say anything in the car. Well, my mom got a call from my sister-in-law saying how E was crying about what I said to her. My parents got uh, both got really mad at me, telling me to grow up and that I was acting like a brat. My brother, who is E's dad, called me an asshole. Basically, everyone is mad at me, but I was just trying to get my point across to E. You weren't, you weren't trying to get no point across. <laughs> Your motherfucking little fragile-ass ego got impacted because the kids laughed at you when she called you uncle. Uh, and now you don't went into full-blown fucking embarrassed teenager mode and yep. don't went the nuclear option. Yep. That's what happened. Nigga, be honest with yourself. <laughs> You're not being honest with yourself. Well, to be fair, he's 17. They're, none of them are honest with them. They don't even know how to be honest right. with themselves. You're right. You're right. Um, You're not going to be honest with yourself at 17. No. Hell, it's grown folks that ain't honest with their goddamn self. Uh, I mean, it, listen, it was in poor taste. I don't know that I would say he was an asshole. He's 17. Like, he responded the way a fucking 17-year-old responds. I don't know. Like, let's see. I'm trying to think if my is his brother-in-law, so that means that it's his sister. His brother-in-law is E's dad. I'm trying to figure out the dynamic. If a family member, let me just say, called me and said that my son 
hurt their their kids' feeling because he didn't, you know, want them calling him uncle. Say, I don't know that I call my kid an asshole. Like I'd be like, bro, what's wrong with you? You know what I'm saying? You are her uncle. Like let's talk about it. I don't know that I, I would feel like he was an asshole because no nobody like to be laughed at. Okay, like. Nobody likes to feel embarrassed. So I would have a conversation with him, but I don't know that I would think he was an asshole. I'd just be like, look, I know the kids laughed and that bothered you, but that don't mean you get to take it out on her. You need to apologize. Um, huh? You're a reasonable adult, though. Well, <laughs> oh, I try to be. <laughs> I am sometimes. <laughs> but it's just strong to call the kid an asshole. Like, he got embarrassed. That shit is embarrassing. Don't no kid want to be in a classroom and everybody laughing at them? What the fuck? Nobody wants that. Like, and you ain't never called him uncle before. Like, girl, just calm down. It's not, it's, it's, it's just not that deep to me. It's just not. It's a simple situation. Not I, mean, I, mean, I also don't think that was no goddamn go home and tell mom and daddy type shit either. No, it isn't. Like, girl, child. Like, <laughs> what you want me to call you? Just your name? You know what I'm saying? Like, cause well, know. it seemed like she just called him by his name. She just in that moment just thought trying to be funny was like my uncle is so smart because she don't normally call him that. So, but yeah, you're right. It was it definitely wasn't nothing to go home crying. Not just tell your parents, crying to your parents. Like, bitch, if you don't get out of here, what are you crying about? Why does why are you just hurt by this? Like, that's a little much. And I wonder how she told her folks. Like, did she say, "Well, I kind of like was joking on him a little Absolutely bit"? Absolutely not. She, yeah, I'm she did. Sure, she didn't tell that part. She, didn't tell them that. she just made him look like an asshole. Like, he just he just said this mean thing to me, and he doesn't want to be my uncle anymore. You 16, ma'am. Not five. I can see a five-year-old doing that, right? Like getting upset, not understanding, you know, and 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 getting more upset about it. But a 16-year-old, like, girl, <laughs> what is you crying for? <laughs> Calm down. It's definitely not that deep. Chill, Shada. That shit would be weird. I'm so glad I was never in that position where. Like my nieces and shit are close to my age. It should be weird. I have so, there is some of that in my family, but none that directly impacts me. It's, that's so weird. When my daddy got out of jail, my daddy got married the day he got out of jail. Mind you, y'all don't remember that story. That's happened. That's right. Yeah. And um, his wife was about 18 years older than him. So when me and my brother, it, he got out when I was 14. So I'm 14, my brother's 11. Went to go visit him in Georgia at you know his new wife's house. She had kids that were like in their 30s um, and 40s while we were very young kids. And so technically they are step siblings. <laughs> But they just treating us like shit because they they mad that they mama don't went and married this young ass nigga that was in jail. <laughs> I'll be mad as fuck too. Like what what the fuck you doing this for, mama? Or, or what you doing this for, nigga? <laughs> what you trying to get out of my mama? Now it's debatable whether she came out on top because financially he was able to provide them a good life. He was just a fucking serial philanderer. So I guess it depends on how you feel about philandering and being philandered against in that situation. <laughs> you know, but I get kind of like that situation where you got like family that's on different um, kind of in different lanes and it do get uncomfortable sometimes. Yeah. So, I mean, I just, just never got uncomfortable socially. If I was an asshole when I was young, I would have been like, thanks, step sibling. <laughs> They probably so would have been like that. You would have been the niece. You the you that niece in the mm -hmm. story. I would have been, and I would have probably been shunned for disrespect. <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> You're a child. You ain't supposed to be saying shit like that. What to my step siblings? <laughs> <laughs> Old ass motherfuckers. <laughs> and you know what? So to break it down, the way that my 
stepmama found out about my daddy is that her sister's husband was also in jail with my daddy. So she was coming to visit her husband. And I guess her husband said, hey, it's a dude in here. He's pretty good. He get out in two years. You should tell your sister to come meet him. I wish the fuck one, if I had a sister, bitch, do what you want to do and live your life the way that you choose to live it, girl. I would never tell you otherwise. However, how dare you come and suggest that I come with you to the motherfucking prison to meet a nigga that's, that's friends with the nigga you going to see? I think you're crazy for going to see the nigga you going to see. For you to think that I'm finna come up in there shopping for a fucking husband out of the pre- girl, bye. Get out of here. You've lost your ever-loving mind. No. No, I'm not coming with you to the prison to meet your, your dude's friend who's also incarcerated. Get the fuck out of here. And what? What? So I can just come travel with you and we can come in here and sit and talk and then pay for phone calls and shit, put money on books, bitch. This sounds like it, I'm not winning in this. <laughs> I don't even know what my daddy, knowing him, could say in a meeting like that, that would make somebody be like, yeah, I'm coming back next time too, and keep doing that for damn near two years until he get out. I have no fucking idea. My daddy ain't social like that. I don't know what it... I don't know. I don't know. She She's passed away now. And, you know, her kids came and robbed the house. <laughs> They can't. My dad, when she died from the insurance policy, my daddy gave all her kids ten thousand dollars. Okay. And my daddy was living in North Carolina at this point. They went to the house and they broke in it. They didn't break in it. Somebody had a key, but they went in and they took so much shit. They took covers and furniture and all kinds of shit that they felt like belonged to their mama. And it's probably the case that my daddy probably would have gave them a lot of it if they had just asked for it. So he had to have the locks changed and bars so none of them could get in. Damn. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. Do your parents have like wheels and stuff? Uh, my mom does. What pops? I'm the executor. Oh, I don't know. He ain't got shit. Executor. Got... What is it I executor or ex- executor? You said executor like you finna kill that nigga. I oh, feel like executor. It's executor. I feel like bringing up your daddy the reason why the word execution was in your Maybe. head. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I said that your daddy got one, you said, I'm the executor. <laughs> <laughs> You're executor. the executor. But I understand the sentiment. I'm the executor of my mom's will, um, which I'm not the oldest. Normally, it's the oldest child, but that just gives you an idea how fucked up my two older brothers are, that she had to skip them and come down to me. <laughs> You're the responsible one. They don't make, it's two motherfuckers older than me. Normally, it's your oldest child that becomes the um, executor of your will. She, she know her kid's crazy. This she is does. how you know she know. You know, yeah. she might be able to pretend on the outside, but it's how you know they crazy. It's like, them two niggas? Mm-mm. <laughs> one of them is like crazy crazy, and the other one, if he ever find out this secret, he gonna take all the shit and run. So yeah. you the one that's gonna be the most reasonable. Yeah, and Parents do that, I guess, because my Aunt Regina, she the reasonable one. I, they know they shouldn't have gave that shit to my mama. She ain't yeah. had shit together. Shouldn't have gave it to Aunt Lydia. She ain't had shit together. Uncle Edwin left home the fucking moment he got a chance to. Because my granddaddy was an athlete and his first son was a nigga with asthma that was going to be best suited for playing the trombone instead of sports. <laughs> so he's been, my granddaddy spent my uncle's whole childhood trying to get him to throw some balls and hit some balls and he was just not fucking having that shit. Now my uncle Reginald came along which is Aunt Regina's twin and he got down was the super athlete. But now he got fucking knee problems, back problems, oh, all yeah. his whole body fucked up. Yeah. Surgery here, surgery there. I'm like, man, how far can you really play football and it not take a toll on your body later on in life? I don't think it is. It's because it's just too. It's too much of a contact sport. I just. I feel I like playing. I feel like playing through high school should be fine because at that point you get like 
your body has just now adjusted to all that shit and it grows with those things in consideration. I think when you start playing pass through college, I think you're probably doing irreparable harm. Yeah. You know, the body ain't meant to go through all that shit. Why are we doing that? For for entertainment. <laughs> are you not okay. entertained? It's like I was just finna say for the same reason that they had gladiators and was putting them in fucking terrible positions for entertainment. That's for entertainment. <laughs> mm. At other people's expenses. Cause I'd be dead if I were gonna be fighting a goddamn lion for the rich folks to be able to sit around and, and watch that shit. Fuck y'all. It's a lot of parents not allowing their kids to play football, and it's a lot of parents taking their kids out of football because of these kids that are uh, having cardiac arrest. Mm-hmm. There was one just here. Yeah. Um, that died. The question that people are asking is, are these cardiac arrests related to COVID? And uh, stress cardiomyopathy is something that does happen related to a condition regarding COVID, but it it does not have a high fatality rate. Mm-hmm. It is something that happens and then it gets better. Yeah. So there is no current correlation between COVID and these cardiac arrests that kids are having. The reality is kids have been dying on the football field since goddamn 1998. <laughs> yeah. Because this is the thing. I collaborate. Meds Plus, they come to the Brotherless Talk meeting and it's two black women that are uh, pharmacists. And a guy asked this question this week. This is why I'm informed about it. She said that there is a condition that underlies a lot of people where their hearts are not up to par with what sports are going to make them do. And the physicals that we take before we go to, before we play, is supposed to detect that. But when you go to get a physical, all they do is grab your balls and tell you to cough. I don't know what the fuck that's supposed to be detecting. Did you know that? No. When when men go get a physical, the doctor grab your balls and tell you to cough. I knew that. What do you But I, I didn't know that. What is it for? Why no, no, no. Do I don't know what that is for, but what oh. they're not doing is checking to see if you have that heart condition that doesn't oh. make you suitable for it because it costs too much money and it takes too much time and all these kids coming in here with this. And so... Since the it it's been a long-standing history of those physicals not being sufficient enough to determine it, and a lot of kids are dropping dead because of that. Over over years, this shit have been happening a lot. I, we heard about a kid that dropped dead on the field in our damn high school days. Um, that said, people are trying to correlate it to COVID, and there's no correlation to that. The issues tend to be those things that should be detected before physical. And LeBron James, like any athlete who got kids, I understand why you will overlook that. But like LeBron James, they they should have made sure that their kids are suitable for the sports that they're playing in that way before yeah. it got to this point. You know what I'm saying? But just said that to say there's no correlation with COVID. Um, this is completely off topic, but you said something about um. <laughs> What did you say that made me think of this? Oh, my brother's secret. If mm-hmm. he found out about the secret. So, um, I found out, what, maybe a couple of weeks ago at this point, I think. A few weeks ago, not a couple. My aunt, one of my mom's sisters, is writing a book. Now, the book is supposedly supposed to be about her life, but I feel like this is her guise for dropping a bunch of family secrets. <laughs> I don't know that that's true. Uh, it hasn't come out yet, but um, I, I, my, my instinct and my gut is telling me that there's going to be a bomb dropped in uh, in my maternal side of my family. <laughs> but and you said your, she don't like your mama. She is not. She's in a one sided um, like um, uh, what's the word? Rap beef? Not a rap beef. <laughs> uh, she's in a one-side competition. I can't think of the correct word with my mom. Because my mom ain't in, in competition with her. But she's always been jealous of my mom. So, like, I don't think she hate her. I think, you know, jealous ones always envy. <laughs> That's her. <laughs> she's jealous. Um, To the point of, so recently, let's just give you how much of a hater she is. My mom bought a Buick Encore. 
a couple of years ago. She now drives like a 2021 um niece I forgot. Some other SUV my mom got. So but she she had a Buick Encore. Um so my aunt went and bought a 2022 or 2023 Buick Encore. All the cars you could have got and you went and got a newer version of the one that my mom had. Now, mind you, my aunt cannot afford this shit. Okay, so this is going to be terrible in a few months when she ain't even make these goddamn payments. Um, she gonna be asking everybody for money because that's what she does. But th- that's just an example of how much of a hater she is. And my mom is not. In, she ain't never been. She don't care. My mom doesn't give a fuck. My mom is just who she is. My mother is a very charismatic, talkative person, and people like her. My aunt Rose is less likable, and that's just what it is. She's not even my favorite aunt. She's not. I love her. She's not my favorite aunt, though. <laughs> so, um, it's just weird that she would. She she's like in her sixties. Why are you writing a book about your life? supposedly about your life i don't feel like it's going to be completely about her life but i don't even know what the motivation is because this shit came out of nowhere so i'll update y'all but it's fucking wild man i feel Um, like i feel like this is like a nuclear option i feel like this is this is a whole trap a whole setup She's setting up a whole bunch of shit in a very meticulous way. And I think that your mama is going to be on the bad side of this situation. Yeah. I feel like that's what's broken up. Now, if this is a, just a subjective experience and expression that don't got nothing to do with other people. It won't be. Yeah. I think this is she, be a problem. My aunt is a forever victim. Everything in her life is bad because of people around her. My grandparents, the men that she um, had children by. And mind you, let me just say this. Again, love my aunt. However, she was like the original side bitch. Well, maybe not the original. It's probably somebody in the Bible might be considered the original. But she goes way back, okay? She has three kids. All three of them have different fathers. And all of their fathers were involved with other people at the time that she conceived them. Jeez. And so all their dads were not involved in their life because of this. Bro, this high de- this high level daddy issues right here. Yeah, she had a big pro- my. <laughs> so, my grandfather was a terrible alcoholic. He was also just a mean motherfucker. Like he wasn't ever mean to me, but he wasn't like he wasn't the grandpa y'all see on them them TikTok videos. Okay, he was not that. Um, he he grumbled and mumbled his words so you could never fucking understand him and so what i just did as a child was if he laughed i laughed i might be laughing at some really fucked up shit and not even know it because i couldn't understand him but you couldn't just keep saying what grandpa because he get mad so you just had to act like you, you understood what he said but uh when he got older and got got towards where right before he died he got even more mean and he was in the hospital uh I don't know what my aunt said. I wasn't there. I'm so sad I wasn't there. But when I say he slapped the shit out of her face in front of everybody in that hospital room, I don't I don't remember what she said, but he fucking gave her a very hard slap to her face. <laughs> how she, how many she, years ago was this? Uh, my grandfather's been dead for a while, so my Grandmother died when I was in, was I in grad school? I can't remember. It's been, I was college. You, I want to say I was in college. It was, it, I, it was a point in time when I knew you, mm-hmm. when I was in your vicinity. Was it? Okay. So then. Yeah, I, because I, I, I think that you got a flower or a quilt or something from your grandma's funeral and I asked about it. My yes, my grandma's funeral was like 2015 though. My grandfather died before her. No, that's what I'm saying. You but you were saying your granddad died while you were still in college. Okay, so maybe not. Maybe I, I didn't know if you were saying my grandma died when I was it you said my grandma died when I was in college. And I was just letting you know that like it was in college oh. after you, me and you met. Yeah. Because I um, remember you so going to that funeral. Be. 
It had to be earlier than that. But yeah, so it was some years ago. It was Nari. We talking villain origin story. Yeah. That shit started well, being. She well, she was already a villain because she didn't do But stuff. but the, the the thing is, every villain has a potential to be a villain, but they don't become a villain until some shit happens. You know what I'm saying? Like elect, I, I don't know why I think about Electro from Spider-Man just because Jamie Foxx played such a good villain because mm-hmm. he was just this lowly, low self-esteem janitor, and mm-hmm. then he got electrocuted and turned into electricity, and he was like the shit then. Like, your aunt became Electro with that slap, slapped the energy into her ass. <laughs> now she, now that she started this whole plan. She came up with the title of her book. In the dark with a red light from behind her while she was writing on that motherfucker. Yeah. And she got a plan. This shit ain't finna be good for y'all family. I mean, I mean you ain't she, gonna it ain't be gonna, It ain't gonna be she ain't got nothing she can say about me. Um it's gonna probably impact her generation of folks. So like my mom, my aunt, my uncle, like them. She so this ain't the first time she's done this. So um, when I was, this was, I must have been in like elementary school. So this is a very long time ago. She wrote an op-ed piece for the, the town newspaper where I'm from talking shit about my grandparents, naming them by name and basically saying that they were abusive and terrible and mistreated. <laughs> so she did this shit before. Uh, on a on a, a smaller scale, um, I mean, uh, the fact of the matter is, my aunt is not some fucking New York Times bestselling author. The only people that's gonna end up reading this goddamn book is family members. Nobody else is gonna read this. Nobody else is gonna care. So she's writing this to blow up the family. That's exactly what she's doing it for. Cause ain't nobody else gonna read it. Do you know how many of your books have to be purchased to become a a, a New York Times bestseller. I have no idea. 1,500. That's not a lot. It isn't. So when you see all these different books becoming New York Times bestsellers, mm-hmm. it's because most of the time they don't purchase 1,500 copies of their own books. That makes it less. Off real. Yeah. That makes it much, much less. <laughs> like if you're going to make a book, you need to have enough money to buy 1,500 copies. But that 1,500 copies will make you a ton of money because people just be buying books and reading them because New York Times bestseller. I just found that out. She TikTok be teaching you so much damn shit about shit. shit. It does. Have you seen the wasp gasoline trick? What the fuck is that? If you get a clear cup of gasoline, just like a little bit at the bottom, and you got a wasp nest and you cover the wasp nest with it. Oh, it kills them. All of them just fly into the gasoline. And, it, and I'm like, bro, like, what's the science behind that? Why the fuck would they do that? I think that at, once they leave, they don't got nowhere to go. I think that their uh, their span of flying is very high, like mm-hmm. to where a fly can just fly in a little bitty like concentrated area. Mm-hmm. I think that they they got a higher concentrated area. So once they fly in, I don't think they can go. I don't think they can not go as far as it take them to get away from the gasoline. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's like how far their wings make them go when they fly. And I don't think they have a choice, really. Yeah. And once they start smelling that gasoline, you better be like, hey, it's an emergency. Let's get out of here. And then they do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have seen, I have seen that. Um, yeah. But I don't know I why I went off on this tangent. Um, but I just wanted to. So I'll, I'll keep y'all updated. Because a bitch is going to read the fuck out of this book, okay? I'm going to purchase and read this fucking hey. book. I feel like we should just keep talking about family shit. Okay. So, I, when my granddaddy died in 2018, I want to say, I set up videos to record everybody talking about granddaddy, right? <laughs> they have some pretty good fucking videos. The sound is good. The conversation is good. The way I was leading the conversations was good. And it was good to see people having those conversations. So I'm finna like compress them all and then put them on Google Drive and then send the links to everybody so everybody can see them. I don't know what I thought I would do with them before when I was doing them, but you know, I didn't do nothing. That would not have... Oh my God, I didn't even... Oh, she must have put... So, okay. Um, I sent my brother... 
So my aunt sent me a, a picture of her book jacket. Because she messy. I just why I feel like it. Because I don't even know why the fuck you send that to me. We ain't even close. So like, it just, I got it randomly. But anyway, apparently there's some words on it. I didn't even read it. My little brother just sent me a... Um, <laughs> My little brother just sent me a text message. So it is a little bit of writing on the the, the uh, book jacket. And it says that she, she's been writing poetry for over 30 years. She hopes to inspire the reader to discover the silver lining in the every cloud. Mm. And so my brother just texted me and said, writing poetry for over 30 years. Nigga, stop it. Cap. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even see that shit. I didn't even I didn't even see it because it's a very small writing. So I just saw I didn't even realize she had no writing on the book jacket. You know, everybody origin story do something different when they get big. You know what I'm saying? Like my brother be talking about he acting out in Hollywood. He talking about he always wanted to act. Nigga, where? <laughs> <laughs> that, your motherfucking ass ain't always no wanted to act. What? <laughs> that was a. a Adult revelation. Motherfucker acting like he was goddamn <laughs> like a small child. Doing fucking Polaroid film, goddamn stop motion shit. <laughs> Growing up. Now I I can't say that internally he didn't see actors and be like it would be cool to do that. Yeah. You know, and he don't necessarily paint it like he was doing shit that people should have seen. So he can be telling the truth, but ain't no evidence to support that shit from my, my lens. He was pretty heavy, leaned on football pretty heavy because he's 6'9. JD is tall as fuck. Um, the thing is, she's not technically lying. She has always wrote, you know, unreadable poetry that didn't make sense to nobody but her. She has. Uh, saying it like that makes it things like she's an established you know, Maya Angelou type of, of poet that's been writing and publishing for 30 years. That, what it, that way she phrased I mean, it. That's I the, feel like that's and, how y'all reading it. No. Read it again. Hold on. If, I, I read it. I didn't even read it. I, I didn't see it, to be fair. But she's been writing poetry for over 30 years. She hopes to inspire the reader to discover the silver lining in every cloud. I feel like if you don't know her, Right, because we're looking at this from the lens of somebody that would be looking at this book jacket, reading that little blurb that doesn't know her. You're going to assume that she's been, like, writing poetry, writing poetry, not just, like, writing in a journal at her house shit that, that was inconsequential to anyone but her. What do you think you would find if you went through your mama's text message history with her? What kind of conversation would that be? With them? Yeah. Her, my aunt asking for a bunch of shit. That's that's like, what it would be the whole time. Pretty much. Do your mama ever get like, like clap back at motherfuckers for any kind of reason? No. Nope. She ain't that kind of person. Nope. Not because she ain't that kind of person is because she is a Christian. Mixture of the two. Mm. Well, because I, it's hard to say. Her Christianity is so tied up into her personality at this point. It's hard to say. Um. She'll clap back at shit that don't make sense to clap back at, but like she gives so much leeway to people, which is why I don't give none. <laughs> because I grew up seeing her constantly turning the other cheek and not be like I'm a petty bitch, okay? Because I'm not, we're not gonna sit up here and act like you're gonna play in my face. We're not gonna do that. And I think that I have that attitude because of her, because watching her let people walk all over her. And she has a strong personality. It doesn't even, it's always been confusing to me that somebody with such a strong personality, because of her Christianity, she just let people do whatever the fuck. Like, without that, she would be, she would be clapping back at motherfuckers, but she's not going to do it because, you know, Jesus wouldn't like it. So then she ends up turning the other cheek till she's spinning in circles because she's having to turn so goddamn much. So, then that made me see and that girl up be like, oh, no. Nope. Mm -mm. Nope. Nope. Immediately no. <laughs> Immediately no. You can go kick fucking rocks. Um, so, yeah. I, I don't know. Um, she does not ever... My Listen, my aunt's done some fucked up shit, okay? We... 
my mom and her other siblings had to pay for my grandmother's funeral because we found out that my aunt had been siphoning money out of her insurance account. So when she died, it wasn't no fucking money left. And they ended up having to pay out of pocket to bury my grandmother. Nobody fucking got in her ass about that. I wish my brothers fucking would. They know better. Because it ain't going to be no kumbaya shit, okay? I'm going to have a police at the door to escort you if you even try to come into my mama's funeral that I had to fucking pay for with your stealing ass. You're not even coming in here. Don't even fucking show up, thief. For all I know, you'll be in here pickpocketing motherfuckers because obviously you so hard up for cash that you stealing from somebody's fucking insurance policy like a bitch. Like, there's no way that you I seen, can deal with that. You seen Four Brothers? A long time ago. The way the movie Four Brothers end is that the four brothers were told by the bad guy, Victor Sweet, that you need to bring me my million dollars. I don't know how much it was, but you need to bring me my million dollars. And they set up with a meet and they met in the middle of a frozen lake. And the four brothers came up with the money and Victor Sweet was like, yeah, motherfuckers. And he was like, oh, this money ain't for you. And he was like, what the fuck you talking about? He was like, this money is for them. And his crew that he'd been treating like shit for so long, like pretty much beat his ass and threw him in the lake. <laughs> that's what happened. Like, that's how you deal with a fucking uh, a chaotic boss. Anyway, <laughs> yo, 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 mama and her sister should have put her in a circle. I ain't yeah. saying they should have killed her. If they would have, I understand. <laughs> but they should at least beat her ass real, real fucking good. However much it costs to pay for that shit, that many licks. Yes. They didn't do shit to her. She came to her. Then she's sitting at the front. I don't believe in violence. At the funeral. Crying harder than any motherfucking body. That shit pissed me. When I say I had a scowl during my grandma's whole funeral. Because I was just sitting up there like, y'all letting this bitch get away with this. There's no way. There's no way. First of all, this would never happen because my mama know my brother. We've just discussed. She know them well enough to know not to ever put them in, uh, over nothing. My grandmother should have known that my aunt was not somebody that needed to have access to shit because of how she is. That was a failing on my grandmother's part, to be fair, because my aunt should never be trusted with shit. Um... And I don't even know why she chose my uh, I I mean Is she the oldest? No, my mom is the oldest. She's the second oldest. Mm, that's family secret shit right there. I don't know. Apparently, I mean it might all be in the book. <laughs> I don't fucking know. I bet she After wait. you read the first chapter, you need to let me know if it's worth getting this book to see what your family talking about. Yeah. My cousin calling me now. I'm gonna call her back. Probably about she probably sent that book jacket to everybody. This is gonna be good in the worst way possible. Yes, again, I know my that my only concern. I was trying to think if there was anything that could be in there that would make me look at my mom different, like. I wouldn't want to read no shit that I can't unknow. And and now I'm like side-eyeing her forever. Like I, But I don't know. I feel like I already in my mind think that whatever the fuck has been going on is bad that, to the point where if I found out what it is, I don't even think I would be shocked. Because I imagine it to be really bad anyway for it to be a 50-year-old secret. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's, you found out that your mama murdered somebody. Yeah, I mean, I can live with it. That's I don't care. Yeah. You found. I mean, out I don't know your, what this is about me. <laughs> but you found out that your mama had an inappropriate sexual affair with a pastor that was married. I'd be mad because you pushing this religion shit and you doing this fuck shit. You 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 putting for years been telling us all this fucking shit about religion and Christianity and paying tithes and you you doing this shit that would piss me off that would make me mad just because of how religious she is okay so we know church is gonna be a trick so if it's anything related to church probably gonna be a trick what if you found out that uh she she married your daddy on an arrangement or on a bet if I had to suffer my whole life 
from a goddamn bit, that would infuriate me. Okay, so we know daddy shit would be a trigger. I feel about that. So I think I don't know. Who t- I think I did talk about this before on the show. When I found out, I always heard people say patience of Job. But when I found out the the story of Job was basically that God and the devil had a goddamn bet and he just ruined this man's life to prove a point. Job, I, I first of all, I wouldn't. Have, I probably never would have been like God's strongest. You know. Um, you know, disciple. You know, I I wouldn't have been the person that was worshiping him the work the the most in the first place. But I can't find that shit out. You fucked my life up over a a bet. Really? <laughs> That's how I would feel about finding out that my mom lost a bet and married my dad and put us all through hell. I I no. Okay, we so have, you do have some side-eye worthy There are metrics. some side-eye things. Yeah. Um, well, well, I guess we're going to see because she's, you know. I don't know if reading that blurb makes me feel like it's going to be in poetry form for her to mention that she writes poetry. I don't know. That'll be safe. Yeah. Uh, maybe. I feel like that might be worse because then you're gonna poetry is something where the reader has to infer their own. Roses are red, violets are blue. Fuck you. <laughs> I feel like that's the kind of energy she's gonna come with the poetry. On. Yes, it's still gonna be shady. I don't know. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm interested. I again, the fact that she's sending the book jacket out. Um, because here's the thing. She didn't tell me. The only reason I knew that she's doing this is because she told my mom and the siblings. And my mom called me upset about it because she was like, she didn't understand why she felt the need to do this. Right. So she didn't directly tell me that she was writing a book. So for her to just send me the book jacket out of nowhere when we haven't had a previous conversation about the fact that she even wrote a book. Is wild to me. Like, I don't I don't know what's going on. I don't know. And then my cousin just called me. So, like, who knows? Don't know. Don't know what's going on. But I will keep y'all updated because I feel like it's going to be very interesting. And it ain't my shit. Sometimes people are like, you know, you talk so freely about, like, your dad having, you know, an alcohol problem and stuff. It's because I was, I grew up being so ashamed of that. And what I had to realize is that ain't nothing for me to be ashamed about. I ain't do shit. So now I have no problem talking about it because this does not reflect poorly on me because I didn't do shit. So I don't really, it don't bother me now <laughs> because I've like separated myself from it. Like growing up, it used to really like, it was such an embarrassment um, because people at school knew how he was and just, it was jokes all the time. And so that made me develop a sense of shame about it. But once I got out of the house and realized that like I could just let people would get to know me and people would judge me based off of me and not the shit dumb niggas did. I ain't give a fuck no more. Don't care. Nothing for me to be embarrassed about. So it doesn't bother me to talk about it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Big ass tangent. But uh, I just thought that that was interesting. Um, I mean, it is very interesting. That she would do that. She and so me. random. Uh, I told you about my family drama. You know, and it's not really, you know, my family drama, my daddy drama. Now, daddy married my stepmama when he got out of prison. Now, at some point after 2008, the economy went bad. And so he lost his job in Georgia and moved up to Charlotte to live with my sister. He met another woman who worked with my sister and then married her. Was this after the other one had died? No, she's still alive. Did he legally marry her or like in just a ceremony marry her? Because that's... Okay, so this is the thing. You can legally marry separate people in terms of what it sounds like on paper. But technically, you're not legally married to the second person. The way it works is that you end up in a queue. (laughs) Like... All right, so, so how, if that's true, then how do people commit bigamy? How do you get in trouble for bigamy? 
you get in trouble when somebody say it's happened and go to the oh. legal people about it. If the people okay. don't ever go to anybody about it, it's just an arrangement y'all got that's unfortunate at this point. Okay. Or fortunate if you fuck with it. So, this is what I knew before I moved up to live with my dad. I go to live with my dad, I get some different sides of the stories, right? Mm -hmm. So, the first thing is that Monica, the person that my mama, my daddy married, the second person, never wanted to get remarried. She didn't have any intention of getting remarried. So where did she? Since she knew that my daddy was already married, she knew that anything they did would be ceremonial. And my daddy wanted to do some ceremony shit, so they went and did some ceremony shit. And that was fine with everybody. When my stepmama died, though, she officially became my daddy's wife. She did not know it worked like that. She thought that the marriage meant nothing, but no. Oh, no. A lawyer told her in the state of North Carolina, if you marry somebody that's already married and you stay married to them and their or their wife dies, you become the primary wife now. Oh, that's fucked up. So they became married by default, which she did not want. Oh. And I think that fucked up the relationship in that way. Damn. Now, everybody has kind of been like, you know, your daddy is doing wrong. Why is he doing this like this? And I talked to my daddy, and my daddy said that he had set up for both of his wives to meet. And he was planning on taking her there to meet him. And nobody knew this. Nobody knew that my stepmama, who is the first person he married, mm -hmm. I call her my stepmama. Everybody else after that is just their name. <laughs> Monica, they didn't go because Annette, my original stepmama, got sick. And she was sick until she died from yeah. there. So they never got a chance to have that meeting. Yeah. And you know, Monica and my daddy got divorced right before I got to Charlotte. My daddy gave her a year to marry him back. He said, if you don't marry me back by the end of this year, then I'll never marry you back again. Now, the only reason that she left him is because of his alcoholism. But when I moved down there, my daddy had just had an episode where he almost went into a diabetic coma. Mm -hmm. When that episode happened, he had not, he stopped drinking. He has never drank since that episode. And my step, my Monica said that if she had known he would have stopped drinking, she would have married him back. But because she didn't on his terms, he let her go, dropped her in there and met somebody else. And now he's married to her, which is a woman who is my age. Well, she's a year older than me. So. I mean, that's the only drama I got. It ain't really drama. It's just you know, nigger, interesting. on Negro shenanigans. N niggas being niggas, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, My daddy said, uh, and he used to like drop nuggets and stuff about his life. He said, one thing I can say is that I have always felt loved by the women in my life. And he was like, I think that's something that not a lot of men can say. And I think it's special to have had that experience. And you can tell, like, people in my daddy's life love him. He's just an asshole. He's also, like, his own version of charitable and giving. And so I think people, like, fall for the charitable and giving. Like, he's a server. He'll, like, do for you. He'll clean the baseboards in your fucking house. He'll cook your food. He'll buy the groceries. He just want to be able to philander in peace. <laughs> like, I mean, I don't agree with that shit. But, you know, it is what it is. Not without an arrangement. It's yeah. okay with an arrangement. It's okay if it's something that we all agreed to. But like, if it's just you doing what you want to do, because my daddy got a he got a long term woman in his life that he paid like a thousand dollars a week just he just sent it to her. It's this lady who used to be in his life. She ain't now, but when he go back home, he go chill with her or something like that. It's family secrets time. Oh yeah. And my mom ain't got no secrets. She just got bad, bad husband choices that she made. Um, I mean, I mean, my dad, who knows? Like, see, I don't, only reason I know a bunch about my mom is because I actually interact with her family. I, I don't really interact with my dad's side of the family, so I don't know as much. But I told you, he, um, he, he 
a few years ago disclosed to me he got a daughter out here somewhere with my fucking name. Because what the fuck? Why would you agree to name your kid the name of a kid? I don't know if I'm older than her or younger than her. But we got her name is Jennifer. There's a Jennifer out here somewhere that has a genetic tie to me through my father. He didn't get no more details than that. And I was like, well, what the fuck is the point? Like, what? why? Why are you telling me this? What? <laughs> what am I supposed to do with this information? Yeah. The fuck is the point? So, yeah, my family's dysfunctional as shit. It is. Um, but there's never a boring moment. There's that. Still been fighting. I mean, if that's what you want to see it as. I mean, that's the only silver lining I could find in this dumpster fire. So, yeah. But we'll see. We will see what happens. I will definitely keep y'all updated, too. Well, that's all I got on the family drama tip since that's what we drifted over into. Yeah. Well, I don't have anything. I mean, I could go on for hours, but I won't. (laughs) Yeah, we should. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's enough. I think the book is just like sending me. I just got the book jacket this morning. That's why it's fresh on my mind. She just, I woke up to that shit. Like she sent that shit at like seven o'clock this morning. So, so I saw should, it when I woke up. We should end this so you can go call your cousin back and get the tea, tea meal going. Yeah. But uh, well, you got anything else on your mind? I do not. All right. Well, until we come the next conversation. We out. Holla.